Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast, Teaching Thursday. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie, and I'm at a really interesting point in my life, and I'm really excited to share with you. So as I'm recording this, I am about to leave on an adventure to Costa Rica. Um, had a lot of personal change changes in my life, and I feel very inspired to speak about a particular topic that I am in going through, not for the first time, but on a different level. So, oh my gosh, where do I start? I want to make this relatable to everybody too, because I know for a fact I'm not the only one going through something. So, um, we've been talking about like this hard work paradigm. And really, I talked about how it is really a belief system that underlies everything that you do. And if you resonate with that and you know what I'm talking about, then great. But if you're still a little confused, I'm going to give you a maybe more practical example. So I'm just going to make it very generic too, so that it's applicable to more people. So let's just say that there's something you absolutely know you should be doing. Um, And this could be fitness, diet, um, work related. Um, It could be anything. And you know you should be doing it. And I hate to use the word should, but I'm using it in the context of You know, if you have a better diet or if you have an improved diet or eat cleanly, you know you'll feel better type thing. Like you just know that. Or if you exercise, you'll have more energy and you'll, you're, you know, you'll have more stamina to do things, right? So it's like that kind of thing. Like I think most people listening to this podcast have a maturity level where they understand, like, hey, there is this area of my life, and it could be any of them, it could be multiple of them, where if I do something, I know I will feel better. We all have that. And for me, it was like in business, like I know if I do these certain things, this will happen. And we find ourselves not doing it. And if you're really honest with yourself, you find yourself not doing it. And I want to bring that up because one of them, like something I didn't expect when I started this podcast was a very clear theme to emerge even within the first 10 episodes. I was aware of it and it's just continued. And it's not even something I'm looking for. It's something that's just there. And if you've heard most of these these episodes, or even if you haven't, you only have to hear a few to recognize a theme. And a theme that has been coming out is people who have made these transformations and changes in their life to really redefine what success is for them. They talk about either directly or indirectly this idea of personal responsibility. They were willing to not be a victim. They were willing to do something dramatically different, stepping outside of their comfort zone. And again, it's going to be different for everybody because everyone has different life experience. So your comfort zone and my comfort zone don't maybe look the same, but they definitely feel the same, right? So there was this idea of personal responsibility. And I recognize that if you remember in my story, that was the first thing that happened where my pain instantly went away for the first time. It was personal responsibility. Now, 
the reason why I bring that up is because of this idea that I that I want to talk about today. So what I'm going through right now is I'm going to be so frank with you here. I don't think I've actually even said this out loud before. I wanted to travel and go somewhere else for a very long time. I have felt this urge. I moved to British Columbia and then I came back and I have felt this urge to just travel and not necessarily like for good, but travel. And for the past three years, I haven't done that. And obviously last year we couldn't travel. But even before that, I wanted to just just get up and travel and I felt this urge and I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I was like, I don't know why. And, you know, there's and this is why it gets so interesting. So I'm going to use me, but substitute yourself. Right. So for me, it was well, first it was travel. I really wanted to like travel and I denied myself that. I felt it, but I didn't admit it. I didn't say like to anybody like, hey, I want to travel. I just told you I never even said it out loud before. So I really wanted to travel and just to explore. Like, I'm so curious. I love new cultures and I really wanted to travel and I didn't do it. So that was the first thing. And then also in business, there are certain marketing things I know I could be doing and I'm just not doing them or I haven't been doing them. And so I really had to look at like, why am I not doing them? And when you care about something in your life enough to want to move forward, you you get to this point where you can take personal responsibility and get really truthful with yourself. And I highly recommend you do it because if you don't do it, in my experience and with talking to people and also just my personal life, if you avoid that, you can't really run from it. Like you can try to run from it, but you can only get so far and there's only so much numbing and so much avoidance and so much coping you can do before that becomes a full-time job. Like I literally had a full-time job of avoiding my pain and numbing and coping Um, And then ironically, it was my job to help people with their pain. So I if I didn't deal with my own, I was dealing with other people's. (laughs) Okay, and I'm laughing because I just realized the irony in that. And now, like it's 360. Look at what I'm doing. So I'm telling you, you can't really run away from it, because even when I was running from mine, I was running into somebody else's and. I took on this role of like savior. I want to save everybody because I didn't want to look at my own shit um, for lack of a better term. So I'm saying this having gone through it and I know deeply that you can relate to what I'm talking about. Okay. So you're like, what is the point of this, this, this episode? So the major point is there's something you want to do and you're not doing it. Okay. And that could even be I know that there's some shit I got to sort through and I'm not doing it. Okay. I want you to, again, if you're in this place where you are ready to be honest, and maybe this is like level one honesty, maybe you've never asked yourself a question before. If you ask yourself a question, you will get an answer. Now, five years ago, I wouldn't have said that. Today, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it because you have all the answers for you. Nobody else has the answers for you. 
I can help you clear your own shit to get the answers from yourself, but I will never claim to have an answer for you. I will never claim to get rid of your pain. I used to do that. And then I realized that that is absolutely 100% not true. And you don't want to get rid of pain. You really don't want to get rid of pain because that is, there's something for you to learn. So again, so I'm saying if you, if you put things off, if you avoid, if you numb, it doesn't really go anywhere because again, you're fighting, you're really fighting yourself, but I won't go down there today. Um, I'm getting this urge to, but I'm going to stick to what I wanted to like talk about here today, which is why don't you do the things that you're, that you know will make your life better? Like, so interesting. Like, why wouldn't, why, why wouldn't I do that? Like, I pose that question. Like, why won't I do things that I know will benefit me? Like, why am I, quote unquote, procrastinating? Like, I think it's really easy. I had that label for a long time. I'm just a procrastinator. But then if you think about that, why am I saying something that I don't want to be true? Like, you know how good it feels when you have something on your list and you do it put this on my list and I got it done before 8am. Everybody knows how amazing that feeling is. So why would I say I'm a procrastinator if that's not something I want to be true? Like it doesn't make sense. Like why would I do that? And when I started looking into this and hiring people to help me see my own blind spots, I realized that as much as I tried to avoid it and put on labels and blame and be the victim and da 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 because I played that game too, it was just a simple truth. And it it was not my belief system. I didn't have the belief system that supported what I wanted to do with my life. And this is where it gets interesting because if it's not my belief system, whose is it? Whose is it? And that is a really fantastic question to ask. Now, what's interesting about all of this is that if you get to to this point and you realize it's not your belief system and you're like, whose belief system is it? Again, like I said, every question you have the answer to, you know whose belief system it is. And you probably have a voice in your head right now and you know exactly whose voice that is. If it's not your own, you know who it is. And sometimes people are like, it's not my voice, but I don't know who it is. Yeah. So the key is to figure out whose voice is that in your head, because that's the person who's really running the show. So if you think about it, if there's something that you know you you can be doing that will improve your life and you're not doing it. And then there's somebody else's voice that you're hearing when you ask yourself that question. Red flag. Red flag. That is not your belief system. And when I keep saying your, I mean you as in your authentic self. Your authentic self is wants to express itself. And it can't do that through someone else's belief system. So why I bring this up this week is... Um, so in North America, in Canada, things just opened up and I am traveling and I'm traveling in- internationally. And there are a lot of, um, not a lot, there are different regulations and rules to, to travel 
than there have been in the past. So there's a bunch of new systems. Every country has different requirements and different documentation that you need. And you have to do them within a certain time frame of your flight. So I've been having people who are telling me that it's going to be a hard process. It's going to be very long. It's going to be difficult. And what's interesting is I just ignored that. I made a choice to ignore that and to accept responsibility for the fact that I want to travel and travel looks different post-COVID. And whatever that looks like, I am going to, I, I, I signed up for all of it when I booked my ticket. So I went through the process and again, I'm coming from Canada, going to Costa Rica, right? So I went through the whole process and I wouldn't describe it as any of those things, hard, long. I wouldn't describe it as that. Do you have to be more organized? A hundred percent. You have to be more organized. You definitely have to be more organized. That is just like for sure. Just to get all your ducks in a row and know when you need certain testing, you have to be organized. But to add all these other descriptive emotional words like like hard and cumbersome and tiresome, not necessary. And that's just one aspect of it. A lot of what I've been dealing with is is judgment around my decision, um, specifically people not understanding um, and not that anybody has to understand why I'm going. I don't need to justify anything to anybody as you don't have to justify any of your decisions to anybody either. But what's interesting is when you say something that is different, um, potentially controversial, like, hey, I'm traveling internationally, I... I open myself up to the opinions of others. And what's interesting is they are, I'm very aware of the fact that they're putting their beliefs on me or they're giving me their beliefs that are not my own. Like I'm very, very aware and clear of that. Um, What I hear often is like, oh, well, you know, travel is stressful. So, so what? Like, that's not my belief. Or, you know, travel is always stressful, so you're going to have to run into this, that, and the other thing. Like, again, if you're traveling, which requires a certain amount of organization and focus, why would you want to invite stress on that? Like, imagine the things, if that is your belief system, imagine the things that you will attract to yourself because of that. You're gonna you're you're gonna attract such interesting things. And the weird thing about humans is that we love being right. We have this need to be right. So you're gonna have this belief of, oh, traveling is stressful. You're going to attract things that are going to make your travel stressful. And then you're actually gonna feel good about yourself that you were right. And then the process just continues. But the only way to stop it is to ask yourself if this be- like, is this belief productive? Because I, be- I believed travel was stressful. I seriously did. I was like, oh yeah, travel's always stressful. And then I got something to stress about. And I never saw the, the connection to my belief system. It really wasn't until I decided to, like, I want to change my life because I'm not happy. That And then I went down this personal development kind of road and I'm never going to get off of it. And I think we're all on a personal development road. It's just whether you consciously accept and choose it or not my opinion um but yeah so I wasn't even aware of beliefs and how much that impacts what you do and I knew this for a very long time now 
but I'm getting this like microcosm experience with the travel um, where I'm very aware of people layering their beliefs onto me. And the nugget that I want to leave you with for this episode is something from the four agreements. So if you've never heard of this book, there's a book from Don Miguel Ruiz called The Four Agreements. If you're into personal de- development or you like anything that I talk about on this podcast, I mean, I highly, highly, highly recommend this book. It's so good. And I read this a while ago, actually, and I am rereading it now. And it's like clicking and hitting me in such different ways. This book is filled with so much wisdom and maybe I wouldn't use the exact words he uses um, because there's some words that I'm just like not a huge fan of but the ethos of what he's saying it could not be more spot on so there are four agreements the second agreement is don't take anything personally and this is the one that really 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 like I understood completely differently than I ever had before and this is what I want to leave you with so and I'll tie it all back to how if you're like not doing something and you and you know you should be doing it how this all ties back so when he's talking and this is my interpretation of it when he's talking about don't take anything personally what's interesting is that he really pointed out the fact that whenever anyone says anything to you it's never about you. It's actually about them. And what's what's really fascinating about that is if they're saying something to you, like for example, someone's telling me travel is stressful. My story, my event, my circumstance is actually triggering something in them. And they're responding to me based on that. Most of the time, we're not even consciously thinking. Like 90% of what we do is unconscious. So they're just unconsciously reacting to something that is going on in my life without thinking. Now, I know that there are people who are very conscious and who are changing that. But for the most part, it's hard to be conscious 24 hours a day. You know, and I think humans can do it, but it's a skill that you have to, you have to work yourself up towards. And I just said hard. Look, that doesn't have to even be hard, right? It can happen. It just takes a lot of unlearning, right? So even I'm consciously aware of this in my like language. But what I want you to take away from that is when I'm just telling you something about me in that process, right? That's all it is. As I'm like literally sitting here staring at this microphone, I realize here that I'm just telling you something about my thought process. So whenever someone is telling you something, it has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with them and what they're going through. Now, I'm telling you this because we picked up beliefs. We pick up beliefs all the time, all the time. We are picking them up 24 hours a day. Now, here's the crazy shit thing that I was like, mother crap. If if we're not consciously saying no to something, we're unconsciously saying yes to something. So let's just say that I'm, you know, in a room with somebody and I'm in a group conversation and someone's just like out there like, oh, my God, 
travel is so stressful and they're talking about all their stressful travel stories if I don't walk away or if I don't say no I don't think that that's true for me I'm unconsciously saying yes I agree with you and that goes right into your subconscious mind and you start acting as if that's true so next time you go plan a trip there's all there's going to be this drama and hysterics and everything and that could look different for different people right around the trip you know flight got canceled something happened at the airport I forgot something like you will manifest all kinds of crazy shit because the underlying belief is travel is stressful and so I just want you to know that it can be really simple if there's something that someone says that you don't resonate with just say no And if you don't feel comfortable saying no out loud to them or having boundaries or creating that boundary, then at least say it quietly to yourself. Be like, no, I'm not choosing to believe that. Because if you say, if you don't say that, you're, you're subconsciously saying yes. And obviously I'm not asking you to like monitor every conversation you have ever for this, but there are things that you will feel in your body like, hmm, that doesn't feel right. I, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, that's the kind of kinds of things that I'm talking about. Or like if you're going through a really profound change like I am, you're aware of these things because they they don't really resonate with why you're doing something or who you are. So I wanted to leave that with you today. It was something that I found really interesting as I'm going through and I'm learning on very different levels. And like I said, if you are planning on traveling, my experience is that you have to be organized. But other than that, Nothing is difficult or challenging and you can do it. So um, yeah, that's what I'm going to leave it at today's episode. I know I'm a little bit over time here, but I want to thank you for tuning in. If you like this this episode, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We love that. Share with someone who can benefit that. I love that you guys are doing that. It makes me really happy to know that I can help even more people. And if you want to know more about me and what I'm doing and what I'm posting, you can check me out on the gram, the Instagram at dr.tracydebbie. You can also check out what my company's doing, underscore atelier ix underscore is our hashtag. I will put all those links in the show notes. You definitely want to follow us and check out what I'm doing in Costa Rica. But until next time, I hope you stay well. Be well and make it a great day. Bye.